thanks for taking some time after a day of work at Shepherd. Um, of course. It's good to catch up with you a little bit before we get into hearing about what it's been like to be a fellow at Shepherd. Um, tell me a little bit about, uh, just tell me a little bit about your day and then we'll do an official like introduction of who you are and where you're from and everything. We'll do this kind of goofy and backwards, but just tell me how your day's been and what you did today as a fellow at Shepherd. Okay. Um, today, well, I started by going into the Shepherd office to get some paperwork in to get paid for something else that I'm doing. Um, which was good. And then I drove over to Mini, the daycare, and I went into my room. I work with the infants and they're incredible and I love them. Um, we had a smaller class today, which was nice. So it was really just like, there was only two of us working in the room uh, with three kids. So it was just like constant turning, like one kid in a high chair, one kid getting a dead like It was just rotating through everybody. You know, that's how it goes. <laughs> got to feed them all, got to change all the diapers and then hung out, you know, put them down for naps. Um, did nothing for a little bit, which doesn't happen very often in that room anymore. So that was nice to just zen in like, it's so peaceful in that room when the babies nap. We have a white noise machine going. We'll have like instrumental, we had instrumental Christmas music playing. Oh, nice. It's just the vibe. It's dark. It's so hard not to fall asleep. <laughs> it's so good though. It's fun. Um, and then, yeah, got off, I think 30 minutes ago and now we're here. Here we are. So did you, okay. Are. Did you say there's, there's only two babies today? Two workers, three babies, three babies. Okay. Mm-hmm. So why, why is that? Are, are people sick are they not back to work yet after thanksgiving like how, how how many babies do you usually have in there and why aren't there as many today we usually have five um which is enough to keep there's usually four workers and five babies and that's enough kids to keep all of us busy all the time sure um but we have there's two out sick right now last i think last week and the week before like every one of the daycare workers and kids included were sick because it just got so cold so fast out here in mm. that nobody's immune system knew what to do <laughs> um but every like most people are still working like recovering they're coming back which is good um but there's just there was just enough people out that like workers out that we had to shift some people around and then two of our kiddos just weren't feeling super great so they stayed home but what what is it that you just really enjoy about working with the babies and let me preface that with Mm -hmm. i've had conversations before with people that that have looked at a shepherd fellowship and the only thing open at the time was to work at at mini hartman and they're like i'm going to be changing diapers like what's what does that have to do with with anything like why would i want to do that and all i've gotten back from you when i've asked you about this when i've been there and mm-hmm. I visited and I looked through the window and I see you holding the baby there in the chair and just yeah. the, the look of contentment on your face I'm going <laughs> I'd be good for about 10 minutes and then I need to get up and go like yeah. do something and you're like no I'm mm-hmm. good this is where I belong right now like why, yeah. why is that how why does that work for you what's what's that like I'm gonna be honest I thought it worked for everybody until I started talking to even the people in the daycare like almost everybody who works at the daycare says they don't want to work in the infant's room 
which I think is crazy. Like, why would you not want to hang out with babies all day? They're just, oh, they're so sweet and smiley and like cuddly all the time. Like two-year-olds don't want to cuddle with you. Babies want to cuddle with you. Like you just got to like hold them and they're just so sweet and small still. I don't know. There's, they're just so precious. Did you know this like, about yourself? So, I knew I loved babies. Yeah. Yeah. Like birth through two is like my sweet spot. I love those kids in those ages, which is where a lot of people don't like kids. <laughs> Funny enough. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think there's just something so pure and innocent about babies. That's so refreshing to be around. And like, they can't backtalk you yet. So <laughs> <laughs> when they're upset, they have, there's a reason. And you can probably yes, figure there's out what always the reason a reason. Is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, okay, let's, um, we'll come back to all that and what's going on at Shepherd and, and your role there and your experience there. But um, sh- share a little bit about who you are and where you're from. And mm-hmm. like, what were you, what were you doing before you came to Shepherd and at the end of August? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, my name is Bethany. If you haven't already picked up on that, <laughs> I am, I'm originally from Boise, Idaho. Um, went to college at Northwest Nazarene University in Nampa, which is about 30 minutes away from my hometown. So I went super far for that. Um, and I, I was just doing school, graduated back in May, which feels like an eternity ago. My goodness, time flies. Um, right after college, I did the traveling groups. So I went around to different camps and I led worship um, and was cabin leader at different summer camps and that was a blast and that time like through that time I was looking for a job and I was originally going to try to go for a full-time ministry position in a church as a worship arts leader as a tech director some combination of the two like whatever worked Uh, and I had something in mind and I was it was supposed to work it was gonna work and then kind of last minute it all fell apart and the church didn't have the budget Um, and so I was just kind of left I was about to go to a bunch of camps and be around a bunch of people and not be able to focus on finding a job. And I didn't have a job lined up anymore for when I came back. Um, And then you caught me and you were like, what are you doing? And I was like, I actually don't know, really. There's a couple things, don't really like vibe with any of them. Uh, And then you, I heard heard the spiel of Shepard before several times. Um, I think you gave it every time you came into one of my classes. (laughs) <laughs> so I think I heard it about once a year. I was trying. So like, I, do, I so Shepherd, like once I, a year since you were a freshman, or I think so. Okay. I think I, I think I heard it in at least one of my classes. Awesome. Yeah. So you're doing your job well. That's okay. for sure. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah. Good. Um, but so like I knew about Shepherd and I kind of knew what was going on. Didn't really think it was for me. Um, and then we went to have coffee because I was like you know we're just kind of exploring everything uh and you said something that caught my attention and it was is about Shepherd being a mission field um and that there was an opportunity to lead worship and I thought that's interesting because there's this sneaky little call to missions that God gave me when I was like mm, 12 that I haven't really done anything with yet and I don't know how it fits this could be interesting this this could be something that I didn't know I needed uh, and it turned out to be just that. So, 
And when I brought up go, the thing about Minnie Hartman as a, mm -hmm. the child care center, like yeah. you lit up when I, when I talked I to you about that as well. I did. Yeah. A year of getting to rock babies just sounded like the perfect year to figure out what I'm doing. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. I want to add a little bit of nuance to this from my perspective. Yeah. Because the way that I summarize this, my version of it won't work for anybody else for recruiting anybody else anytime. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, and it was totally, it was just, I think it's how God kind of weaves in and out of stuff. And yeah. there's lots of good options. You had lots of good options in front of you. But for me, it started many months back when I reached out to Noah Daniels and was like, hey, do you need any help with the travel teams? Mm -hmm. And we emailed back and forth sporadically. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, why don't you do this Thursday or Friday? I'm like, oh, I can do the Friday. Oh, what do you need? Oh, you can do whatever you want to. This is what they talked about all week. I want to talk about self-leadership and self-care. And I'm going to use a prayer labyrinth at the end. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So then that day, I, I needed help setting up the prayer labyrinth. Yeah. And I text whoever I was supposed to be texting. And two volunteers are texted back to me. They're Bethany and Whitney. And I'm like, sweet, yeah. why do they want to drink? Because I'll bring them something from the flying M. And here we are, we're setting up this prayer labyrinth to walk later on. Mm -hmm. And you guys have just volunteered to help. And as we're talking and I'm asking you what you're doing next, and you're like, I'm not really sure and kind of open. And I was like, hmm, note to self. Yep. And then that led to a conversation of having coffee and then, you know, every, everything that you already shared. But I look back on this, whether I should or not, whether this is right or accurate or not, I look back on this and go, <laughs> part of the reason that Bethany is at Shepherd is because she volunteered to help set up a prayer labyrinth that I, as a volunteer, was helping with their travel. I mean, it's so random. Like you couldn't, you couldn't like sit down and go, okay, my, my strategy for getting at least one person from NMU <laughs> to go to Shepherd this year as a recruiter is do a prayer labyrinth on Friday after graduation. That's going to mm -hmm. get somebody. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, is, is that, is my perspective too far out there or can you kind of see how it's no. like, oh, that's, it's, it's, they're too, it's a very random situation to appear. Yeah. You're what you shared when I shared, they all sit kind of within each other. I didn't share anything that was mm -hmm. inaccurate or far-fetched there. Right. There was no fish story in there, no. but I was exaggerating. No. Okay, good. I just, I want to, I want to be accountable for that. I want this to be, I want to have the uh, a correct recollection of this because I mm -hmm. keep telling the story of the, like, yeah, Bethany's there because she helped me with the prayer labyrinth and that's how that happened. So. <laughs> it's, it's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But and there's, there's also a part of me that really likes it, that it was doing something, paying attention to our relationship with God that somebody volunteered for, they didn't have to do. And then out of that mm -hmm. created space for a little tiny conversation to plant a seed that led to some other decisions, some big decisions for you to have to make yeah. to go from the inner mountain Northwest to right smack dab in the middle of the Midwest, <laughs> yep. Indianapolis. Um, mm -hmm with no mountains it's weird yeah how are you doing with that <laughs> i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> like there's some there's some pretty like nature spots but i i miss like driving anywhere and just having like foothills and mountains in the background i am a little biased though to my native landscape i guess yeah so i get 
I get that. I get that too. But it's not like you've gone into a deep, dark depression over it or like, oh my goodness, I can't live any place no. without mountains or, or whatever. Like it's no. a preference. I feel like for me, it's a, yeah, it's a preference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm curious about what you're learning in your role with, with many Hartman and rocking babies all day long and changing diapers do you feel like you're part of the mission there? Do you feel like you're part of what Shepard's doing as they're breaking the cycle of poverty on the near east side of Indianapolis? Because it could mm-hmm. it could just feel like you're just changing diapers and rocking babies. Oh, yeah. We already know that's not your perspective, but do you see a direct line from what you're doing, the tasks that you're doing on a daily basis to supporting the, the mission of Shepard? Authentic question. Mm-hmm. I think there's definitely days that it, you just go in, you change diapers feed kids and then you go home like like any like any workspace there's going to be days it's just it just feels like work um I think for me I'm having to do a lot of work with shifting my own perspective on it um and reminding myself when I start to feel like I'm just these this kid has pooped three times today how can I possibly change another diaper (laughs) like what is this doing (laughs) What are they <laughs> feeding I this kid? Catch, I know. <laughs> White when Castle. I, when I start to That's what catch it is. Those, oh gosh, <laughs> might be. I don't know. Well, uh, when I kind of start to like catch that thinking, I kind of have to stop myself and go like, "This is getting annoying. Like, I don't really want to be doing this at this moment. Like, I'd rather be. I'd rather this kid like be asleep in my arms because that's one of the cutest. Um, but I am." a part of creating the opportunity for these parents to better their own lives as well as their kids' lives, like consequently. And it's kind of hard to see when you're like in one room all day with the same group of kids and you don't, the thing with working with babies, like you don't get to see the the effects that you're having on their family the way you Hmm. would with like an older kid. As you can see, like, their, like, emotional growth, like, emotional health grow, or, like, their intellectual, like, growth. Like, you don't get to see those things with babies because it's so fundamental. Like, they started crawling. Yay! Doesn't, like, they would have started crawling whether they were here or somewhere else, period. So it can be kind of hard to see those direct results um, in kids as young as I'm working with. So it's a lot more work to have to remind myself, like, by taking care of these kids and loving them well, I'm setting a foundation for them. And the work that I'm putting in will be continued by my coworkers and other rooms because it's a, it's a group where it's really a team. Every class builds the foundation for the next one. Um, and it's a space for these kids to be and be loved um, and to grow while their parents go and do the work that they need to do so that they can continue loving their kid at home and creating better spaces and, mm. and better lives. So it's very much like, I don't get to see a lot of the results, if any at all, where I'm at, but I get to know that I'm a part of this process and I'm a part of a team that creates something better than what these kids would have known otherwise. Yeah. Well, yeah, the answer then is yes, you do see the connection. You do. Yeah. Like it's, you can, 
choose your perspective. And we all, mm -hmm. sometimes every day, there's days that, well, not every day, but there's days that are just work. And then there's other days that we realize there's significance to our work. Yeah. Um, and there's some of the task within that work that seems more significant than others on, on any given day. Mm -hmm. And it's so, I think I heard a very robust, yeah, I get yeah. it. I love it. Thanks for sharing in depth about that. Yeah. What's some stuff that, that God's teaching you in the journey so far? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think a big one for me is learning how to rest in God. Um, Cause like, I'm really good at relaxing. I love getting off work and just watching like Netflix and doing nothing. That's great, but that's not really resting in God. Like, so I'm learning that it's a much more active kind of rest, ironically, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, resting in God for me has been learning how to be consistent with my prayer life and learning how to be consistent in reading scripture um, and like spiritual disciplines, um, kind of really learning how to lean into God and his strength. Um, when I have none, I've been sick a lot <laughs> recently in these last three months I've been here because I work in a daycare. I work in a Petri dish. Yeah, you do. So it's just, I've had a stomach bug and like three or four colds, ear infection right now. Like it's, it's pretty nasty. It's kind of gnarly. Um, and there have been several times that I just kind of throw up my hands. And I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I don't want to go to work today. I feel terrible. I feel awful, but I have to because we're missing X, Y, and Z today. So like I'm, I'm the person that has to fill in. So really leaning into God and going, I don't have it in me today. All I can do is lean into your strength and let you work. And somehow I've made it through all of those days, uh, which has been incredible. So I've really been learning how to lean into God in new ways, in ways that I haven't had to before, um, which has been good. I think those, those are a lot of the big ones. Um, one that's just, I think has been continuing, I think from like, from the time my senior year at NNU started through now and probably forever and ever will just be like, just taking the next little step that he puts in front of me. And when the step is not there to just wait on the step that he's left me at, which is kind of where I feel like I'm at now, I'm just like waiting on a step and I wanna go forward, but I don't know where to go. I don't mm -hmm. really wanna make my own path cause that's never worked before. So really just kind of waiting, doing the work and doing it well, trusting that God has a plan, resting in his presence where I'm at and knowing that the next step is coming and it will be revealed when the time comes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's probably a way to sum that up, but. No, I mean, you're, you're sharing your journey, but what I heard was really great advice for me. Like I need I need all those things that you just said. I need to practice those things. I need to be reminded of those things. And it's just, it's just really good, solid advice. And if you're living that out now at, in your early twenties, post, post college, um, it's a good way to live, Bethany. And I mean, one of my, one of my questions, um, I'm skipping a couple here, but one of my questions for you was, 
you know, where, where do you see yourself next after the fellowship at Shepherd? Mm -hmm. And maybe it's too soon to, to know that, but do you have some sense of where God might be leading you? It's not a pressure question. Yeah. No might be the best um, answer, but <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know where exactly I'm going. I still have my own ideas about where it's going to go. I still have my own hopes and dreams. Um, but ultimately I like, I know my call is in ministry um, and I have a calling to um, worship and a calling into missions. And I don't know what God is going to do with those, how he's going to combine them, separate them, push me further in one. Um, I just know that whatever's next is going to go deeper into the calling that he set in my life. And that's, that's kind of all I've got right now. I had a retired pastor ask me a few weeks ago where I saw myself in five years. He was asking me about my job mm -hmm. with, with Shepherd, which a lot of people don't. They're like, what, you wait, you work full-time remotely recruiting young adults to go, what? Like, how does that work? <laughs> I'm like, well, it, it does uh, <laughs> by the grace of God. And it works for me and it works for Shepherd. Um, so out of that, he asked me, so like, where do you see yourself in five years? And I'm 45, right? Like I should have mm -hmm. some type of answer. And I do, but, and, and I told him, I said, I'm not being trite. I'm not being glib here. My five year, five week, five decade plan is to follow Jesus mm -hmm. because that seems yeah. to work really well. And the details might be different than I anticipated or that I, I plotted or planned. Um, mm -hmm. And that's not a, that's not a strategy for uh, lack of responsibility for me either of like, whatever, you know, whatever pops up next, then I guess that's what God wanted me to do. It's no, I deeply care about those things. I've just found wisdom and follow Jesus. And um, I'm resonating with what you're sharing um, in being the same age as your, as your parents, um, but yep. somebody in, 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 in ministry and I'm going, I'm with you, girl. Like I, I get it. Take the next, take that next step. Um, I was envisioning that scene uh, from the Indiana Jones movie while you were sharing that about uh, it's in the last crusade when he comes mm -hmm. to that place where you can't see the next step and, but he doesn't stay yep. on the step. He's like, I got to get across there. So I'm gonna take a leap of faith. And he, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's scary when God says, no, I'm not asking you to take a leap of faith. I'm just asking you to take a next step. And I'm going, I, I can't see where to put my foot, Lord. And mm -hmm. he's going, don't worry about that. Yeah. Just, just lean. Just take it. Yeah. yeah. Lean forward. Mm -hmm. um, that small step can be a really, really scary thing, but it is wonderful. It is wonder-filled. Yeah. And um, I can see you're present in that journey and trusting, trusting the Lord in that. And I just want to encourage you in that. That's awesome. Thanks. What's, what's been hard at Shepherd? Hmm. Uh, being sick all the time. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's specific to just working in a daycare. Um, it's, it's been kind of a struggle to find like the balance of introvert time and extrovert time. I'm right on the, like, right in the middle. I'm an ambivert. 
through and through. Yeah. So like some days I'm more introvert, some days I'm more extrovert. Um, so it's been a struggle because I have free time. Like I've never had before, like since college, I think four years, just like pure academics, just go, 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 like study, study, study one thing to the other, like super busy. And now I work more or less a nine to five. And so I get off work and I'm like, well, I have a couple of things I need to do, but I also have like two hours to just do nothing. And I have a really bad habit of doing nothing on my own too much. Mm. So it's been, it's been hard to find the balance of going out and being with people, being with friends, like hanging out um, and being intentional in that. And then also being intentional with like, okay, like I need to be alone now because sometimes when I'm with people, I forget that I also need to decompress and mm -hmm. I can't be with them first, like a crazy amount of time before I'm, I'm done. Um, so finding that balance has, I think been one of the harder things for me here um, of, I need to be alone, but I can't isolate myself. Like I have a really bad habit of doing. Mm -hmm. But you, you, you live in a, a house in community mm -hmm. with other ladies that are bridge yeah. students and fellows and interns. Um, so, I mean, are you able to find alone time oh, yeah. in, in living in community? Yeah. Yeah. We, we all have separate rooms here at the girl's house, which is really nice. So when I do need my own time, like I just go in my room and I close my door. Um, and if they need me, like they can knock on the door. Like I'm not, I'm not ever gonna like push them away when I'm, you know, with my door closed, but it's pretty easy to just door closed, me time, door open. Let's go find somebody who's doing something yeah. <laughs> anywhere in the house. Yeah. I forgot to ask you this in our, in our pre-conversation. Um, but one of the things that we did talk about was just how I just shared with you, look, take your time on committing to other things outside of your role mm -hmm. with, yeah. with your many Hartman and <laughs> you're going to be asked to do different things. And I can't remember if I mm -hmm. mentioned it when we were having that cup of coffee at flying in the second one where I said, you know, they, they're going to really need a house leader. They're going to need like an RD yeah. for the house and they're probably uh -huh. going to ask you to do it. Yeah. But I've, I've asked, I I've told them to wait, to give you time mm -hmm. and space, let you adjust from coming out of the summer and school and everything. And that happened, didn't it? They asked and you said, it I'm did. not ready yet. Um, he asked me and I was about to leave to go lead worship at a camp in Alaska. And I was like, can I answer this later? <laughs> I didn't know you and went I up to Alaska. I did. I went back to Alaska. When was they that? invited me back to lead. Um, I went to just in Anchorage. The yeah. some of the people who put on the summer camp yeah. um, asked me to come back and lead for a fall retreat. That's all. I've yeah. That's awesome. I've been up there for a retreat before. It's I love that district. I'm glad that you got it's to so do fun. that. Me too. It was a blast. So you're, yeah. you're getting ready to leave on this retreat and you're getting asked yep. to be the, like the R-A-R-D for the house. Two days before I left, he was like, you don't have to answer now, but like, keep it in mind. And I was like, I'm about to leave for Alaska. 
it's going to be a minute before you have an answer. And then I came back and he asked me again, he goes, do you have an answer yet? You're so excited. Do you have an answer yet? And I was like, I had less time than I expected to really like think about it while I was out there. Can you give me it to like Monday? <laughs> so I put him off again for another few days. He reluctantly agreed to let me continue praying about it. What was he going to uh, do? <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, what are you going to do? I remember I called my mom later and I was like, they want me to do this thing and I'm not sure if I really want to do it. And then I kept praying about it. And my mom was like, I'll pray about it with you. And I remember I called her again and she was like, what are you going to do about it? And I was like, I have to. God's getting annoying. Like I have to. Mm-hmm. He's not letting it leave my mind. It's just... I don't know. It was one of those things. I was like, I feel like at first it felt like an obligation. And then I think God kind of turned it into feeling more of like a responsibility. So I was like, all right, God's going to make it feel like my responsibility because I would not have taken it if it was just me, but Mm -hmm. it felt like God was kind of like, I'm asking a little bit more of you out of this one. You, you didn't think you were just going to coast through indie, did you? <laughs> so what's, what's that, what's that like being in that leadership position in the house? Um, so far it's been really good. We have a super like chill group of, of girls right now, which is wonderful. Um, there really hasn't been any issues as of now, which is fantastic. If it all falls apart, you'll, probably get a call but <laughs> yeah steven and i will we'll, we'll conference together. yeah <laughs> yeah 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 but right now it's been great it's been it's been a lot more chill than i thought it was going to be which is good good i'm glad to hear that yeah um what have you found rewarding i've i've been hearing it i haven't asked it directly but mm-hmm. is there anything else that that you want to add yeah. that you found rewarding so far in your in your time mm-hmm. at Indy? Um, I think watching the kids grow is one thing that's super rewarding. That's the one nice thing about babies. Like they hit milestones like every other week, which is super <laughs> cool <laughs> to watch them grow. Um, it's also Like personally, I think one of the coolest things is just the environment that I'm in constantly. Like I'm surrounded by Christian adults, Christian young adults, which I I didn't necessarily think that I would get unless I like really sought it out after college. Even if I like worked full-time in a church, there would, sure there'd be adults, but like how many young adults would really be around to form like this kind of like tight relationships of like, we don't know what we're doing. Let's figure it out together. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's something special. Like we're all, we've all bonded over the fact that like, we're all here for a set amount of time. Um, We need to make count. Um, And in that making it count is like really growing in our faith and our, our relationship with the Lord and relationship with others. And I think that's a really unique thing um, to be able to find outside of college, outside of a Christian college specifically. so it's been really rewarding to be in that space and to be able to grow in that space. 
it's a gift to hear you share something like that. And, and that, that that's what I'm involved with as I'm networking, mm -hmm. as I'm reaching out to people that are in community with young adults and they're offering this, or I'm visiting schools or whatever, like yeah. that's what I'm inviting people to come be a part of. Um, that's mm -hmm. my heart and my hope and, and that, that discernment that, that comes with that invitation of come be a part of what shepherds doing in the kingdom of God. Um, and it's not, mm -hmm. it's not for everybody. Um, yeah. Everybody would be there or that we'd be turning people away instead of like, yeah. how can we make sure that we have everybody that we need to cover the bases for all the kids that are going to be there, you know, this, mm -hmm. this next summer, I'm really driven by that in my effort and in my prayer. What, what would be, um, what would be a reason that's that, that a college student, um, a college university graduate, a young adult should apply mm -hmm. to come be a, a summer intern or a fellow at Shepherd? Yeah. Um, I think if you're at a point that you're just kind of like, I don't quite know what the next step is. I don't know if it's more school, like, especially if you're graduating with a ministry degree, like, do I go to seminary? Do I go straight to churches? Do I do bivocational? Like a lot of questions, especially when you're graduating with a ministry degree. I think if you're in that space, this is a really good area um, to kind of figure out, to kind of give yourself some extra time, a little bit of cushion almost, if you will, um, to figure out what exactly is next. Um, if all of your job opportunities kind of fall through or like you're not really, none of them are really it for you, this is a really good space to come um, and kind of piece together and pick at and make more connections with people. Um, that's been a really good, good use of this time in Indy for me at least. Awesome. Um... Last question, I think. It's a two-part question. It's like I'm a Bible quizzing. Okay. So two-part okay. question. Last question, question. Um, I'm wondering if there's anything that would have been helpful for me to share with you ahead of time. And in your time so far there, you've been like, oh, I wonder if Kenny knew to tell me this. And that's the first part if there's anything like that. Mm -hmm. And the second part is what advice you would have for anybody coming as an intern or fellow? Uh, anything you forgot to mention? It, it would have really been helpful if Kenny would have told me it was like yeah. this or there, this was going to be a part of it or something about Indiana or the area or shepherd in particular i don't know yeah Try, not trying to fabricate something just trying to see if i poke a little bit if no, it, you're good something will pop yeah. to the surface i think you you may have mentioned this um i don't remember but there is a really big disconnect between the daycare and the like academy like where most um fellows are in like 
the people that you interact with on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're working at the academy, um, they have their offices with, they're just, all the offices are in like one big room with like some cubicles separating them a little, a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's a very open communicative space. It's, 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 a, like it's the, a really cool area. The main campus so like and of, you walk in the front yeah. doors and you can see where everybody's office spaces are at. And yeah. 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 And that's where all the fellows, like they spend a lot of their time there doing their work. They have their desks, like they're talking with people, like they're ma- making relationships with all the other people who work at Shepherd. And it's a really cool area um, with many it's a completely separate building. It's a little bit down the road. Like, I think I've been in the offices with people in the offices twice. Wow. So there's, yeah, there's a much bigger disconnect than I expected there to be between it. Like, if you, like, when I walk in, there's always people there that are like, hey, like, how's it going? Or like, I haven't seen you before. Who are you? Like, it's a very friendly and open space that like is always there if I really wanted to go in and like yeah. out in an office for some reason. But yeah, I was, I was a little surprised at just how drastic that was. Um, the separation between the two and it's, I mean, it's natural how it is just the way that the buildings are separated. Can't really do much yeah. about that, but it's good to know though. That's, that's helpful for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Second part was any advice for someone coming in? Yeah. Um, a lot of prayer. I would say pray coming into it. Pray while you're in it. Pray, I assume, coming out of it. <laughs> I'll let you know when I get there, but I plan to keep praying. Um, <laughs> but I think that's been a, a huge thing is to just pray continually and pray intentionally. Um, as things pop up that you go like, oh, that's, I don't know what to do with this. Pray intentionally about it. Um, Cause a lot of times, whatever you think about it is not what God thinks about it. Um, God will challenge your opinion or decision on something that you thought was pretty solid or right for some reason mm-hmm. while you're here. Um, but I've also found that being intentional and continual in my prayer has kept me very present with where I am because I came into this not really knowing what I was doing here like not knowing why exactly God was calling me here um and I don't know if I could give you a direct answer of why God called me here even now three months into it um but I can tell you that I have been very present and aware of what God is doing in my time here because I've been intentional and continual in that prayer, which I think has allowed God to do more than if I were to just come and ride the wave of working in and out every day. That's well said. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're, we're about to get cut off. I don't know if you, yeah. is there a timer on your side? Did you see that? There is, yeah. Less okay. than a minute. <laughs> I'm good if you are, Bethany. This has been awesome. I appreciate you taking time at the end of the day. Yeah, of course. Awesome. Well, I'll keep checking in with you and happy to talk anytime. Christ be with you, girl. Yeah, and with you. All right. Bye-bye.